So how do you arrange meetings in English? Imagine somebody is calling you very briefly on the phone or you have to arrange a meeting with somebody else. How do you feel? You have to call them up in English or maybe you have to write an email or maybe you have to ask them at the end of another meeting. How comfortable do you feel? Well, today I'm going to be sharing with you what I would really say in this business situation. Now, on these episodes, what I'm giving you are some of the most natural phrases that would be used in this context. But before we go anywhere, let's have some nice samba music, please. Welcome to Anuituen's English podcast, bringing you business English every Wednesday. I want to do a quick shout out to someone. You didn't leave your name. You donated 10 coffees, 10, to support me and my podcast. Thank you so much. I'm not going to be able to sleep for a few days. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. You said, happy summer. I really love your eyes. Now, this is a really interesting thing, okay? I have quite a lot of comments about my eyes, but I'll tell you something. I only have comments about my eyes in Spain. I have blue eyes, so it's more unusual in Spain. So the only time I've ever had comments about my eyes has been in Spain, which is um, interesting. Like, nobody used to mention anything about my eyes in the UK. No one. So I have blue eyes and sometimes in some lights they look really blue. They're not actually that blue really, but in some lights they look really blue. They're also like bug eyes, okay? So in English, when you have big eyes, I think my eyes are kind of out of proportion for my face a little bit, but they're kind of like bug eyes and um, bug eyes basically means big eyes. Um... So yeah, thanks very much. I mean, I don't really know what to say to comments like that. I'm like, okay, thanks. I don't know. They're just my eyes. <laughs> Some people think that I wear contacts. I do not. I want to confirm that. Anyway, you said, have a nice day and thank you for everything from the slang section to the first, second and third conditional. You are very welcome. If you're interested in learning how we can use the first, second and third conditional in a business context, check out those episodes. You just need to scroll back a couple. Really, really useful, especially if you are problem solving at work, thinking about different options at work. Those are some really useful structures that you may have to take into account. Anyway, on to our topic for today, which is about arranging meetings, something that we all have to do when we are working, and maybe you have to do it in English. So let's break it down. I'm going to talk you through a few steps with arranging meetings and some really natural expressions that we might use. Please do take into account, I am British, so that will influence my word choice or perhaps my expression choice. Other people who are English speakers may use slightly different vocab, but that's where I'm coming from, just to be upfront about that. To be upfront, this is a really interesting adjective. Not a lot of people use this. In fact, I don't think I've heard any English student use it. It means being upfront. It's like being open, being honest. 
telling you the things at the beginning, upfront. So that's where I'm coming from. I'm a little Brit. Anyway, so we've got these different sections. We've got the ask at the beginning where you're you're asking somebody for a meeting. You might say something like, I was wondering... Now, I'm going to skip here the, you know, the small talk. We're going to get straight to it. But normally you might have a little bit of small talk. Oh, hi. Especially if you're calling somebody or you're um, speaking to them maybe on email. I'm going to say that actually the things I'm going to talk about today are more to do with speaking rather than writing, although they could kind of cross over. So I'm going to come at it from a speaking angle, imagining that you were on the phone with somebody. I was wondering if you are free next Monday at four o'clock. I was wondering if you're free next Monday at four o'clock. Really nice, really professional, very neutral, very polite way to ask somebody if they are free. Now you could use here free or available, I would say are probably the most common ones. Available is a little bit more formal. For example, you could simply ask a question, are you available next Monday at 4 p.m.? Or are you free on Monday at 4 p.m.? Free is a little bit more informal. Now, those are kind of neutral questions. But what about if you know that somebody has a really, really busy schedule? Okay, I work with some people who have super busy schedules and maybe you do as well. And you want to ask somebody, look, can you squeeze in 15 minutes for me? Imagine you really need to speak to somebody because it's urgent and you're like, okay, I know you're really busy. And maybe you're thinking that in your head. Can you squeeze in 15 minutes from me? Squeeze is like exprimir in Spanish. Squeeze in, like fit in your very busy schedule. Can you squeeze in 15 minutes from me on Monday? Now remember, the preposition needs to be appropriate for the time. So on Monday at 5 p.m., You could also say, can you fit in five minutes for me? A quick five minutes. Now, obviously then once you've made the ask, then you have the bit of either accepting that or rejecting that. And again, we're going to mimic the vocabulary we've used there at the beginning. For example, you could say, ah, I'm really sorry, but um, I'm not available. And normally I would start it with that. I'd be like, look, I'm I'm really sorry, but I'm, I'm not available, actually. I'm not available. I'm really sorry. I'm not free. I'm really sorry, but I can't do Monday. Okay, so we use this can do. I'm really sorry, but I can't do, I can't do Monday. I've already got a meeting in there. Now, there's obviously different reasons why you might reject a meeting. Common things are, I'm really sorry, I'm not free. I already have a meeting. I'm really sorry, I'm not free. I'm out of the office. I'm really sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not available because I'm actually on holidays. This is probably quite topical because now we are reaching, especially um, in, in Europe and in Spain, the summer period, not everywhere, however, um, but holidays in general. So I'm not free, I'm not available, I can't do. And then on the opposite hand, if you want to expect, accept it, you can say, yeah, sure, I'm, 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 I'm free at four. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm available at 4 p.m. on Monday. And again, you could say, yeah, I, I can do 4 p.m. at Monday. That sounds great. Okay, so I might add in a little sentence there like, oh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm free on Monday at 4 p.m. That sounds great. Or that sounds good. Or sounds great. 
So I might add in a little sentence like that, a little quick comment. Now, if you say no, normally you might want to propose an alternative. So how could we how could we do that? Well, first of all, you're saying, I'm really sorry, um, I'm not available. But what about 5 p.m. on Tuesday? What about 5 p.m. on Tuesday? You could also say, how about 5 p.m. on Tuesday? So this is quite a informal question really really common to ask that what about or how about plus an alternative time suggestion what about what about Wednesday at at six are you free then what about at the beginning of the day before everybody gets into the office what about what about an early morning meeting I actually personally really really like morning meetings I actually think if I were ever to be um, in charge of anything in a company I would actually try and ban ban is prohibir I would try and ban meetings after about lunchtime because I think after lunchtime it's just really hard to engage people and in the morning people are just fresh and they're ready to go so I'm really not available what about what about Tuesday at five you could also say something like me temo I'm, I'm afraid that's I'm afraid that's not possible. This is quite a formal sentence. I'm afraid I I, I can't do um, 5 p.m. on Tuesday. But how about Friday? Okay, so we're, we're giving an alternative. What about how about? Another way that you could offer an alternative is you could say, for example, I'm afraid I can't make 10 o'clock on Friday, well, 10 o'clock, 10 a.m., I'm thinking 10 p.m. I'm afraid I can't make or I can't do 10 o'clock on Friday. We can actually use make as well as do in that context, actually. Could you make it 10 p.m. on Monday or could you do 10 p.m. on Monday? Why am I saying 10 p.m.? No one's having a meeting at 10 p.m. I've just said (laughs) no meetings after lunchtime. And now I'm putting in meetings after 10 p.m. Wow, crazy. So we could say make or do actually in that sense. But I think it's more common with do, but we can we can say make there as well. Now, I'm just going to give you a sentence just as a bit of a comparison, because this is one thing that I've been working on with some of my students is about softening your English. Now, imagine somebody says, Anna, um, I was wondering if you're available next Thursday for a meeting in the morning. I'm saying, I'm really sorry, that's impossible. That's impossible. I'm afraid that's impossible. Now, listen to the next sentence and see what you think the difference is. Anna, I was wondering if you're available next Wednesday for a morning meeting, or next Thursday it was, wasn't it? I'm really sorry, but that's just not possible. I'm afraid that's not possible. Which sentence sounds softer? Which sentence do you think sounds less direct? Well, if you pick the second sentence, you would be right. One really simple way that you can make your English a little bit softer at work is to use a negative and a positive adjective. So, for example, in this case, rather than saying it's impossible, it's a little bit softer and less direct to say it's not possible. So a little quick trick that you can use there and that goes across. For example, this is really bad, very direct. Instead, you could say this isn't very good. 
another example that you could use here. This is really complicated. This is not going to be easy. So that's one way of softening your English a little bit. So I thought I'd just do a comparison there just so you could see. It might not seem like a big difference, but these little changes to kind of your business vocabulary can make you come across less direct, um, more neutral, uh, which is what we want at work. We want to try and be neutral. We don't want to try and cause offense. You know, this is a professional relationship. So that's one of the ways that you can soften it a little bit. Now, Leslie, let's let's wrap it up. So we've we've decided when we can do it. We've offered an alternative where we can. Now, make sure that you confirm the details. For example, okay, are you going to send me an invite? An invite is not something on paper. It's something somebody sends you on Outlook. Now, we actually say invite um, and invitation, but I actually say invite. So are you going to send me the invite? Are we going to have the meeting on, on Teams or on Zoom? Don't forget to confirm that information. Okay, I'll I'll pencil it in. This is a really common thing to say when you're confirming. To pencil something in is basically to book it, to put it in your calendar. Okay, I'll put it in my calendar. I'll book it into my calendar or I'll book it. I'll, I'll book that time. So make sure that you confirm at the end exactly where the meeting is going to take place. Who's going to send the invite to who? And just confirm that you know that it's going to happen. Okay, great. So Monday at four is something that I would say. Okay, great. Perfect. Well, Friday, Friday, Friday at nine, Friday at nine. So here we're just making a sentence, but we're using our intonation like a question. So you can make any sentence in English a question by going using or using rising intonation. For example, Friday at nine. Okay, Monday at six. So you can make any sentence a question just by using rising intonation. Well, technically it's not a question, but it's acting like a question. Little trick also. So there you go. Some little phrases. Again, nothing here is revolutionary. And maybe you know some of these already, but your goal at work is not necessarily to be revolutionary or use vocabulary that's super sophisticated and elegant and what you need is vocabulary that works, vocabulary that's clear. Now, actually, I'm just going to add in one more kind of pair that you can use. When you're talking about appointments, you can also use about things that work. So, for example, does this work for you or does Monday at 10 work for you? Ah, yeah, that works for me. Perfect. Or no, that doesn't work for me, actually. What about four o'clock on Friday? So I'm going all around the week. I'm like four o'clock on Friday, <laughs> 2 p.m. on Monday. I mean, where am I? I'm not sure. So we also use the idea of works. Does it work for you? We don't really use the verb suit. Sometimes I hear students saying suit. Mm, no, no, not in this context. I wouldn't use it. Does that work for you? Can you do... Are you available? Are you free? So those are some different pieces of vocabulary you can use. Again, you want to be clear. You don't necessarily need to be clever with your language. It needs to be vocabulary that works. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I've been working on it a lot with some of my students recently, so I wanted to, to share it with you. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to subscribe, I would love you to. You can do it on all of your favorite platforms. 
share the podcast with a friend or a family member, tell them about Anna with two ends and they can also improve their business English too. Come and find me on Instagram at Anna Two Ends English, where I post even more free business English content. And if you want to learn about how you can support me and the podcast, I do all of the podcast and the content in my own time. Go to the link in the description and check out Buy Me a Coffee. Thank you so much for listening again, and I'll be back very, very soon. Bye bye.